you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Ash. Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we start. That was such a fake laugh. It wasn't a fake laugh. Don't give me a fake I mean, it wasn't said, a belly laugh, <laughs> but it was like, it was funny. I know you laugh. Don't, don't I know call me about out you. like that, Taryn. Rewind the tape, Mark. <laughs> Let's replay the laugh, Mark. <laughs> Should we just like, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm just picturing I'm going, <laughs> that's my you know like, I mean? uh, that was funny, but I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm well, not you gonna. don't know what's funny because I didn't even get to tell you because your fake laugh distracted me. But you relax, get to the story, gee. No, I was just saying, it's funny how we always, like, we've clearly been sitting in the room together for like 15 minutes now getting the stuff ready. Yeah. And then we always, when we start, it's like, you're either like, hey, Taryn, or like, hey, Ash, as if like. As if we we're have on the it. phone or something and we're not right next to each other and we I haven't know. been talking this whole time. Um, all I was going to say is I think I need to stop watching TikTok before bed. <laughs> I need to stop watching TV before bed. My dreams have been weird. a new level of weird. Yeah. I've had romantic interactions with all of these little TikTok boys. <laughs> I have had really crazy falls. Uh-huh. I have had scary ones. Because you never know what you're going to get on the For You page. Mm-hmm. You scroll and you're like, oh, what's this? And then it's one of those where like a clown pops up. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, well, there goes my good night's sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like everyone's kind of in the same boat. I don't, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. My sleep schedule is off. We yeah. were just talking about this this morning. Yeah, no, like, seriously. Uh, before, at the top of all of this, I would wake up early. I would go to bed at a decent hour. Like I was in bed usually by like 10, 1030. Mm-hmm. And I would start winding down because I would wake up so early. Um, And that was a routine that didn't come natural, but I worked really hard to get to that routine. Um, And now that we are, you know, 
145, I think, days. I've actually been keeping track, guys. <laughs> if you follow nice. me on Instagram at all um, or my channel, then you know I've been keeping track. Every day uh-huh. that I go downstairs, I wake up, I go downstairs, I make myself a cup of coffee, and I switch the day over mm-hmm. just because I'm so invested in this now. I'm so committed to this countdown um, that I like. I can't stop now. But yeah, I switched it this morning, and we're at 145 days of That's quarantine. That's so crazy. So the- at this point, like I'm falling asleep at 2. I'm falling asleep at like nine sometimes because I had such an exhausting day of nothing, you know, like, yeah, I don't get it. I secretly love it because now, like in the beginning of quarantine, I was the one that was like still asleep. Like I usually woke up at like nine and I usually woke up because everyone's like working out or like laughing because they've started the work day at like seven in the freaking morning. <laughs> and then now I'm like, I have been first downstairs quite a few times now and I secretly feel like that means that I have it together but no it just means that you guys aren't as together so it has been slowly falling apart over I here. haven't increased at all but. yeah this is what happens when um Taryn well Taryn and I neither of us are threes but we are Taryn has a wing three mm-hmm. we're talking Enneagram here for a second so yeah. if you're Taryn's a two which means she's right next to one and three and every personality kind of leans towards one side or the other. Yeah. She's a two wing three. And what's interesting about a nine, which is what I am, I'm the peacemaker, I go to a three. Yeah. Um, so in like a, actually in an unhealthy state, I kind of go to three. Um, but so all, everyone in this house has some kind of connection to three, which means all of us are a little competitive mm-hmm. and a little driven in different ways. Yep. Like uh, Taryn's competitive with games. I could care less about games, yeah. but like- <laughs> If you're succeeding in life and I'm not, if you're waking up early and and doing a workout and I'm not, like that's how I get competitive. Yeah. So all of oh, us. Oh, so it must bother you if you come down and I'm up before you. It does a little bit. <laughs> it does a little bit, and I don't know where. I'm like the worst, the worst one. <laughs> well, because if I wake up, if I wake up and I hear someone walking, I try to assume who it is. Let's be honest, Alicia's the most driven. Me? Never. <laughs> It's always Alicia or it's TK because Alicia and TK are natural threes, like at their core. Okay. And they are the most driven, self-driven, productive people on the planet. If they don't feel like they're being productive, yeah, they're not worthy of love. You mm-hmm. know, like that's how it is in their head. Um, so, yeah, whenever I come downstairs and Taryn beat me downstairs, I'm like, geez, Ashley, like pull it together. <laughs> like... Someone should feel offended by that, but like I don't. And I think it's so (laughs) funny because I'm so aware of who I am and fine with it. Um, Side note, (laughs) we were talking about the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. I think I told you already. I need to post a graph on our Instagram so people can follow along because. Um, Yeah. So I have like a slight tearing it up from a dating app conversation. Oh, love this. I think I told you. So this guy, his prompt said, I'm a seven with a personality of a nine. (laughs) So me thinking everything, everyone knows the Enneagram. And that's, of course, what he's talking about. Also, like me and Taryn, outside of the podcast, talk about the Enneagram constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, wow, he's a seven, which is like the crazy enthusiast, like party animal Mm -hmm. with a personality of a nine who are usually the more like chill, like peaceful, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's so interesting. So I respond and I was like, 
wow, like how does that work? Like love the Enneagram or something, right? <laughs> and he responds, I was talking about my personality and my looks. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> so like to summarize, this guy was saying like, on a, you know how you rate people, whether they're good looking or not from like a one to which 10. Which is not as popular anymore, which is why I think like, I didn't go there. Like when we were younger, we used to be like, oh, he's a seven. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't feel like people do that anymore. Yeah, but this the full I'm so She's like, I know, I know where I'm at and I'm comfortable with it. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I'm a seven. I'm a solid seven, yeah. but I act like a nine. Like, like I am the hottest <laughs> thing fu- you've ever seen. It's funny. Which is incredible. I just misfired so bad. <laughs> and he literally was like, he just responded. I was talking about personality and looks. And then I was like, Oh, that's so embarrassing. And then he, he didn't respond. So. Well, we didn't like him anyway. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We, uh, <laughs> Enneagram on everything. That's anyways. Yeah. We digress. Yep. Um, that's hilarious. So thanks. Um, yeah. Do you want to hit us with a tearing it up? I have a great tearing it up for you guys today. I, I feel like I honestly don't even remember the last time I read a tearing it up. I've been like, on a you roll. You snagged them. I've been on a roll lately. I honestly, I'm going to be honest. I didn't have one ready for today until probably 10 minutes I ago. I mean, that's our style. I was like scrolling and I was like, man, I don't see anything. And um, some of them, you know, just... Um, weren't as funny as I was hoping, <laughs> even though they're all hilarious. But I uh, I found one that 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 got me. So I'm excited. This one is titled "Tearing It Up." I'll never be the same. Oh, and then no. again, if you guys don't know, uh, "Tearing It Up" is a segment that we have in our podcast where mm-hmm. we talk about embarrassing stories, specifically um, some stories that something would happen, kind of like. This is something Taryn would experience. Yes, Taryn at the beginning of our podcast shared a lot of embarrassing. Embar- embar- wow. Wow. How embarrassing that you can't say embarrassing. <laughs> um, Taryn shared a lot of embarrassing stories at the start of our podcast. Yeah. And so you guys started calling them Taryn It Ups. And now we have a segment called yep. Taryn It Up. So if you have a funny, embarrassing, awkward story that you you were mortified about, please share it with us because yeah. we want we all need a good we're, laugh. We're a part of a movement. We all need a good laugh these days. Yes. We have to embrace our awkward, embarrassing selves. 100%. And we have to learn how to just like, laugh at ourselves in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to do. Again, this one is titled tearing it up. I'll never be the same. Hit us. She starts off with good morning, ladies, all caps. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, she says, my name is Trisha and you can use my name. I just turned 30 and I now have a fear that I never thought I'd have. I've told, have you, I, oh, hello. <laughs> Speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's happened to me recently where I was like, why am I all of a sudden afraid of this? Like I'm too old to like randomly be afraid of something new. I had something similar happen and I don't even think I told you this, but Taryn has a fear of heights. Yeah. I never thought I had a fear of heights. I I do all the things. I roller coasters. I could go out on a ledge. It doesn't bother me. Like nothing happens to me, but I went hiking with some friends maybe like two months ago and um, we were walking towards a lake and Uh, the two people in front of me, they, uh, were guiding, like I was following them Mm -hmm. and we had to cross over this ditch, which was like a pretty big ditch, like a wash. Um, I would say it was a a good, like eight feet deep. Mm -hmm. So if I fell, it wouldn't be a big, I would totally be fine. Like it was not like you'd be injured, but you'd be fine. You'd recover. I don't even know if I'd be injured. Like I could easily drop on all fours and be like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) You know? Um, but for whatever reason, the two guys in front of me, they walk, 
they pass it no problem they're going fast too and I'm keeping up and, and I'm not even thinking I'm just like oh yeah yeah I don't have a problem with this yeah take a few steps onto this log that we're crossing on so it's not that wide yeah and my body starts shutting down like actually Dude, shutting that's down me. my legs started quivering my knees went weak and I was like whoa whoa and I started having a minor panic attack because I was I've never felt anything like that it's before it's so unnerving right and Taryn has always told me when she gets close to the edge of something and she's really high her knees wobble and yeah, they like, give out mentally I'm not afraid of heights yeah. I love heights I love being uh, Everyone calm down. I love being high as in like in the sky. <laughs> calm down. She's but so it's... high. That was beautiful. Okay. Sorry. That was beautiful. Thank you. Um, if I was closer to the board, I'd push the clap button. Actually, I'd probably push the wrong button, but I would try. Um, no, yeah. Mentally, I love heights, but... Physically, my body betrays me and my knees will just like randomly give out. And yeah. it's like, Foom. and What's then I'm hilarious like, is they had no idea. Like I kept oh. going, like no problem. Didn't make a big deal about it. And the whole time we were like eating our lunch by the water, looking at this beautiful view. And the whole time I was like, I have to go over the board again. <laughs> and I was kind of freaking out about it. And yeah. then the second time we went, I got halfway through the board before my knees started doing yeah. that. And I literally felt myself like crouching down. Like I was going to crawl on all fours Dude, the rest uh, of the way. And I was like, just keep looking forward, keep looking forward, keep looking. It was bad. It's when your body decides like it's done, yeah. there's nothing. I was like, when did that happen? I've I don't know. I've never had this. I've Me bungee too. jumped. I've done, not bungee jumped. What did I do? I was like, you have? <laughs> What's it called? With the cords where you like, go flying across the valleys. Oh, zip lighting. I've done I've done zip lining. Yeah. I've done helicopter rides. I've done all the roller coasters. I've never in my life had a problem with this. No. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it's 30. Anyways, back to, <laughs> what wow. were we doing? We oh, took this, a turn. this wasn't about us. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. She said, um, that she just turned 30 and has a fear that she never thought she would have before. Here we go. Getting into it. I'll set the scene. It's about 5 30 AM. Still dark. And I have to pee. So I head to the bathroom. You know, when you're awake, but also asleep and you're trying to not fully wake yourself up. So you keep yep. the lights off and you try not to arouse yourself yep. awake too much. Well, that was me. I sit on the toilet. I don't even turn on the lights. I brought my phone out of habit, I guess. I sit and go and then realize that I'm fully awake. LOL. I know I won't be able to fall back asleep. So I grab my phone and check my socials and such. I got sucked into Instagram. So now it's been about 10 minutes or so. I'm sitting there about to get up when I hear a splashing, all caps, splashing coming from the toilet. Ashley, Nicole, you did not. Are you going to freak me out with this story? No. Oh, gosh. Was there a snake in the toilet? No. <laughs> I have. Can I, can no. I continue? Oh, fine. <laughs> she hears again. <laughs> all caps, a splashing coming from the toilet. I've never stood up so fast in my life. I turn on the light and with my jammies still at my ankles, I see a freaking all caps mouse <gasps> jumping for its life and swimming in my pee. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I screamed. I had not been trained for this moment. <laughs> 
I can't. I'm picturing the whole thing. My mouth is so wide. <laughs> she says, I screamed. I had never been trained for a moment like this. I had no idea what to do. So I stand there near tears and say, oh my God, over and over and over again, <gasps> which is exactly something I would have done. <laughs> oh my God, this got me. <laughs> my first thought was to flush. <laughs> But then I just couldn't. I'm a lover of all things and I just couldn't do it. So after I collected myself, I decided I must save this poor creature who just swam in my pee for the last 10 minutes and was in there for who knows how long before. LOL. So I run to my kitchen. I get a solo cup and a plate. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to be brave at this point, but believe me, I'm squirming inside and out. I scoop him up and before I get the plate over the cup, he pops out of the cup and runs away and (gasps) is now loose in my house. Now, mind you, my husband and daughter slept through the entire ordeal and oh no, my, if I had a husband, if, um, he would be the one that was dealing with this. I would have woken him up with my scream oh, by now 100%. for sure. Um, sorry. She said, now, mind you, my husband and daughter slept through this entire ordeal and woke my husband up to tell him what happened. My daughter will forever <laughs> check the toilet before going potty. Uh, and frankly, so will, so will I. So that's that. True nightmare. <laughs> True nightmare fuel for all of you guys. I love you both so much. Thank you for existing. XOXO Trisha. I'll attach a picture of my little family just for funsies honestly more so you know that i'm not a dirty human with a mouse toilet (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so it was just in there yeah and here's her picture oh cute they're so husband and daughter yeah they're super cute oh Um, my gosh i i'm shocked i just trisha (laughs) (laughs) i don't know there's something that happens that happened to me when I moved out on my own for the first time. And I remember realizing, I think it was something as simple as like a spider or ants in the house. I was like, I have to deal with this. Yep. I can't call my dad. Yep. I ain't got no boyfriend, so I can't call a boyfriend. So well, what do I do? And when it's like an animal, like a bug, it's like, okay, I can get raid. I can spray that thing till it dies, mm-hmm. even if I suffocate myself. But when it's like an animal, there's yeah. not like an easy... There's not an easy fix. Like, oh my god, living in a home now, I found multiple birds dead in the pool. You I, have, yeah, and I, you have to scoop them up and throw them out. Why do they get in there? Oh, I think they 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 just die and then they fall in. Oh. Um, and the other day, I had something similar happen. Um, I was I live in L.A., so that just being said, it's an it is an older city. Mm-hmm. There's older homes. Yeah, that's something that just comes with that is rats. <laughs> And I walked outside the other day. I was watching the dogs. Um, Taryn and uh, my other roommates were out doing something. And I'm keeping an eye on one of them because little Charlie has been having some health problems lately. I appreciate you. I'm just keeping an eye on him while he's going to the bathroom. He goes around the corner and I couldn't really see what he was doing. So I walk out to make sure he's good. And I see him sniffing this like fluffy thing. Oh, dear God. Fluffy thing. And I was like, fluffy thing. I didn't know he sniffed it. Yeah sniffed it oh he honey didn't touch it. we gonna bleach that nose <laughs> i don't think he touched it but he was definitely sniffing it and i look over and i'm like what is that and i do have you know this is a dog house so i was like it's probably a toy i'm walking closer and you know when your brain <laughs> like it, it your brain immediately is like 
there's no way that's a toy. That's not a toy. I've never seen a toy like that before. And every thought like is, is preparing you for the inevitable, like this isn't what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I walk out and there is a almost dead rat lying in the grass in the middle of our yard. Uh, We had just had a pest guy come. So um, I'm assuming that's what happened, but he, yeah, he was struggling to breathe and wasn't moving and I felt terrible but at the same time screamed like a little girl yeah of course (laughs) and I had to grab I grabbed um uh (laughs) I have one of those pooper scoopers from Amazon (laughs) and I was like this this is why I have this seriously I like because it's like it's a solid like yardstick length of a tool yeah so I can very easily like from far away yeah scooped it up in there and I ran and threw it in the trash can um it was trash day so luckily they took it right away and I was just like not bawling but I I I never thought I would react that way Like imagine, imagine like like a Disney movie, like a cliche woman scream. Yeah, when they see a mouse in in the house, like that's what I sounded like. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny? I can't scream on command. Like if I were to try to do a like movie scream right now, I can't. But when I get truly scared, if I if you ever hear me scream, you know it's like the most genuine reaction of fear. Oh for sure. Yeah. One time I took a shower and there was a gecko in my hair. A gecko? Yeah. <laughs> I was in Hawaii. <laughs> I literally, I screamed so loud because I was like washing my hair and I was like, why is there, what is this giant chunk in my hair? So I pull it out and I look in my hand and it's just this lizard looking at me. So I like drop it and I'm screaming, but oh obviously no one can help me unless I want to sacrifice the the proud fact that none of my family seen me naked so it was the just proud <laughs> such a true statement it was made just, it this far yeah in life. i've made it this far so it was yeah but i was like who has a gecko in their hair like how did he get there that's how long was random, he living there that's not an insect that's no. that's such a random thing wow yeah well anywho Anyways, um, it up. <laughs> freaking Trisha, thank you so much for sharing yeah, that story. That, that made That's my nuts. day and that was such an epic tearing it up. I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know that was possible either. I always, I always am afraid of snakes for some reason. I wonder if it came up through the toilet or if it fell I into the toilet. I don't think it can come. I don't think it could come up either because it would drown. water, yeah. It would drown. It had to have fallen in. Yeah. Oh my God. Which is, which is scary. But she was having one of those. I do that all the time. I'll sit on the toilet playing games for so long that when I finally am like, oh, my butt is asleep. I need to get up. I have to check in the toilet to see what I accomplished because I forget. <laughs> and I don't know where to wipe. I did this exact her like waking up and not wanting to turn the lights on and fall right back asleep mm-hmm. easily. I did that exact whole scene last night. Yeah. Like oh, I do it up. like every night going pee and then like stumbling around to the bed again yep because i just refuse to turn on the lights yep <laughs> i feel that today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, 
I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts.
Okay, well, we are going to go ahead and get into a story. I think we're only going to do one today because this was um, a little bit longer one that we figured we'd probably have a longer conversation on. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Um, This one was titled, Family Friend Makes Me Feel Uncomfortable and Unsafe. I know. Hey girls, Juliet here. Even though you may read this email, I want you girls to know how good it feels to quote unquote talk to someone about your problem when you feel like you can't. I wrote in a couple of times, but this one is really important to me and I desperately need advice. I hope you see this. Here goes. For all my life, I've been going to my aunt's farm, whether it was overnight stop that my parents could rest before the home stretched to wherever we were going or more recently spending a little bit of my summer there. It is only until very recently, maybe four or two years ago, that I started to feel uneasy around a friend of my uncle. And she she actually sent a follow-up clarifying her age. So she's 16. Okay. Um, the first time I can still remember even... I can still remember it even though it was a couple years ago. I was walking by the dining room table when he suddenly grabbed my hand and asked me to sit on his lap in front of everyone, including my mother and sister. I was young and naive, so I didn't think anything bad about it, even though it made me uncomfortable. Later on, my mom talked to me about it, asking how I felt and if I wanted to stay longer, knowing she was going to be leaving. With the new information she had made clear, I didn't know if I felt safe enough to stay. She said something along the lines of it being my choice, but that she would talk to my aunt about it. I don't remember exactly what my aunt told me. I think it was something about her being there for me and protecting me. I'm not sure. And I don't remember if I ended up staying longer or not. What I do know is that I never felt comfortable around that family friend again. Tonight, that feeling has been doubled. I always avoid sitting next to him or talking to him for more than a second. I don't want to come off rude, but I need to feel in control. But tonight, when I thought he wouldn't be there, he actually was. My sister set up the dinner table for dinner, and I sat away from him. I sat on the opposite end of the table. But he ended up moving his plate and sat next to me. At one point, the co- I know. At one point, the conversation veered in a direction I did not like. Throughout this day, I was reading my book and replying to the occasional texts from my friends on a group chat. He saw that I was texting and asked if I was texting my boyfriend. I replied no. He joked with my uncle about how he thought I was with someone, even going as far as to say that I was seeing three people. The entire table, including my sister, started talking about my love life and potential suitors that owned whatever amount of land. And she put in uh, parentheses because that is the only valuable trait for farmers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a city girl. I like pretty boys with brains and ambition. Um, I'm used to my uncle joking and teasing me, but this time it made me uncomfortable because he was there. But it's not only the conversation. Sometimes he would touch me in a way I'm not comfortable with. He caressed, I think that's the right word to use, the base of my neck for such a long time that I actually physically got further away from him. He would touch my arm to ask me a question. When he was finishing up his dinner, my uncle and my aunt, I was very stressed, I can't remember who, asked if he wanted to stay over. Immediately, I felt anxious, stressed, scared, and uncomfortable. To my relief, he didn't stay over, but I only relaxed slightly five minutes after he closed the front door. It is currently 3 a.m. I keep thinking back to it and try to distract myself from thinking about it, but when I think I can finally sleep, it comes back to haunt me. I don't know if I should tell my older cousin, aunt, or even my sister how I feel. I fear that I'm overreacting and that they'll only laugh it off. 
or that they actually may be mad at me for even insinuating that my uncle's friend is scary in that way. I also don't want to tell my mom because I'm a coward and she'd want me to come back home immediately. I'm so sorry if this email is a mess. I cry. I cried while writing certain parts. I'm trying not to make noise as I'm sleeping in the same room as my cousin and sister. I like being in control, which may be one of the reasons that I don't feel good right now. I do hope you can help me. I desperately need it. I love you both so much. Um, thank you for making my Mondays brighter. Socially distanced hugs and kisses, Juliet. P.S. Taryn, please crack out a banger of a dad joke. I could really use a laugh right now. Oh, my God. This is such a heavy one for me, but I think it's so important to have conversations about topics like this. Absolutely. And um, I know just like from statistics that we've all seen and heard that so many people listening right now have been through something similar, have been through something more extreme, have had people you love. Like there, there is not a way that you're not connected to some type of a person who's been involved in an inappropriate interaction or taken advantage of. Like it's literally everywhere, which is so disgusting and sad. What's crazy is like, if you think that you don't know someone you do, they're just not telling you about it. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that this is, this is a very specific part of an overall subject matter that I think we need to talk about. And I think it's the, it's overcoming that fear, especially as a younger girl, boy, whoever, um, because obviously we know that males are just as susceptible to being taken advantage of too. Um, and it's that fear that you you don't know if you should say something. Mm -hmm. And I think that this was why, you know, it's me and Ash tend to like, not shy away from, but we, we want to be careful about certain subject matters that we talk about because we are not professionals. Um, I think we've made that very clear. Yeah. Hopefully you Um, know that by now, but this might come to a shock for some of you, but we are two women who went through being younger. I know I personally can think back to certain situations that I stayed quiet when I should have said something. And I think specifically, um, I feel very protective of you, Juliet. Like I feel like you're my little sister. And uh, honestly, I want to punch through a wall right now to protect you. But, um, I think this is specifically something I want to talk to you about, but I also think a lot of listeners, this is good to hear too. So, um, wow. So many things on this. I think everyone can relate to this to a degree. Yeah. I think whether you've actually, whether you've gone through something, um, and it actually did get physical or it didn't, this is, this is one of those topics where everyone has felt uncomfortable around someone. And I fully, fully believe that, um, your gut instinct is, is everything. And I think God gave us that instinct to protect us. And I think it gets diminished a lot because I myself tend to doubt myself a lot. And I think obviously a lot of people do, but me specifically, I do it all the time, specifically when it comes to like factual stuff or knowledge Mm -hmm. or like school stuff. I hated school. I was so bad at school. Um, so whenever it came to me voicing my opinion, I got really shy and I would mm-hmm. kind of timidly like throw it out there because I would second guess myself all the time. Well, yeah. if, if you second guess yourself in those things, you tend to second guess yourself in a lot of areas of your life. And I think 
when stuff like this comes around and you feel that gut instinct, my natural reaction is to doubt it. Yeah. Because I've trained myself in a, in a weird way to doubt myself. Um, and I think that's where it has to end because I think all of us are born with an innate instinct Mm-hmm. And, and it's one of those things that's frustrating because you won't necessarily know why or how, but this person makes you feel weird. Yeah. And I'm just here to say, I think that's all the proof you need. I don't think you need him to physically, him or her to physically touch you to be like, Hey, red flag. Yeah. I you know, agree. I'm officially going to tell someone because you touched me. Mm-hmm. I think even just having that instinct is enough to go to your aunt or your mother and be like, he makes me feel weird. Yeah. If I don't have a daughter, but if my daughter came up to me and said that my husband's friend or my brother's friend or whoever's friend made them uncomfortable in the slightest done, like Mm -hmm. that's all I, that's all the proof I need. Um, but I mean, this whole story even reminds me that I need to be more aware of my feelings. And I remember as a kid, I didn't, I, I, I'm so grateful and I've never had to deal with anything that was extremely dangerous, um, or uncomfortable settings like you were in. Um, but I remember I had a teacher that I thought was weird and Mm -hmm. I would get weird feelings about, and it wasn't until the following year when I graduated from that class to another class that I started talking with some girls in my class and it turned out we all had similar feelings about it. And from that day on, I would never allow myself to be alone with yeah. that teacher and or if I found myself alone with that teacher I'd, I'd gone like I'd be yeah, out in yeah. a second because that's all I needed I was like oh I felt this way and multiple other people yeah, felt this way that's it, enough yeah. you mm-hmm. know but um I never I wouldn't have known that if I didn't talk to people about it yeah like this this came out this whole like hidden feelings about this teacher came out because someone was brave enough to say, do you ever feel weird around him? Yeah. But it took someone saying it for me to go, whoa, yes. I never Mm -hmm. knew anyone else felt the same way, but someone had to start that conversation and be vulnerable and be open enough to say, hey, does he give you a creepy vibe? Yeah. No, it's so true. And for some reason, I was too scared to say anything about it. But that's where predators get their power is because there is this element of like fear and intimidation because especially when the dynamic is an adult to a child because they're afraid of saying something that for whatever reason because they'll get in trouble because no one will believe them or because they're like genuinely afraid that they would retaliate and do something yeah I mean even like the um I mean, of course, I feel like everyone's been following and talking about like the Jeffrey Epstein cases and Mm -hmm. and that dynamic. And it broke my heart hearing these girls talk about how, you know, they went back again and again for the abuse and how people are so quick to be like, well, you're the one who chose to go back. So like, really, (laughs) was it abuse? And it's like, no, when there is when it doesn't matter, it does not matter. If, if a person is under age, they cannot give consent and it doesn't matter like whether they chose to go back or not. If they're in a state where they've been preyed on and they feel intimidated or scared, there's no, it's wrong. Like there's no 
it doesn't matter like what circumstances were. Um, if they're being abused physically, they're being abused mentally. Oh my gosh. They are and 100% not in control. That's what makes a successful predator mm-hmm. is the ones that can know how to put you in this place where you feel alone and you feel like you don't have a voice. And you doubt yourself. Yep. So I think, I mean, there's so many things that I want to say and I want to be careful about how I say it. One is, I really think, I I mean, I'm a little bit mind blown that obviously like um, your mom was uncomfortable with him because Mm -hmm. she pulled you aside. Mm -hmm. The fact that he pulled you onto his lap is like beyond mind blowing to me that no one else felt uncomfortable because I'm telling you right now, (laughs) my poor future children, especially because of how (laughs) mama bear I am, if anyone put them on their lap that I wasn't like, wasn't like a close family friend or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like, Oh, my uncle's friend. Like, no, I don't no. know you, bro. Like yeah. step yeah, yeah. away, you know, yeah. but anything that like, if, so, if an interaction happened with my kid and someone else, I'm sorry, but like that person's done to me, like done. And so I think, I think you need to revisit talking to your parents. Yeah. Um, I think you need to talk to them about this current thing that happened. Mm-hmm. That man should not have been rubbing your neck. I don't care. Like you obviously were uncomfortable and were pulling away. And the thing is, is we know when someone's uncomfortable with us. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he knows that you were uncomfortable. Yeah. And the fact that he kept making advances and touching and things like that is just disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not saying like, there's no way to know if he would actually like push further than this, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter. Like you were uncomfortable. You have a right to feel comfortable and to be in control of you and your own body, especially in your like family home. So we're not talking about out in public where like there's strangers everywhere in your home, you know? Um, so I like, I want to, I want to stress this in a very clear way. You have every right to feel concerns and you have every right to speak up and protect yourself. Um, I think you should really talk to your parents because I think that you're still young and that should be a conversation. Like your mom should be the one reaching out and being like, Hey, there's been multiple times where this man has made my daughter feel uncomfortable. I do not want him around when she's there. Like, I think that should be a conversation your parents should have completely valid conversation. Oh yeah. Um, also like who cares if this guy gets his feelings hurt or if your uncle's like, well, that's my friend. Like if they care about you and they're your family, like that shouldn't be an issue. You come first. And if for some reason that is, then that's where you make the choice yourself to create a boundary. And okay. if that means not going to that house, I get that that's a sacrifice for you because that's your childhood and it's your family and growing up. But if this man makes you uncomfortable, you have to listen to your guy. It's not worth it. Also, I think a lot of people tend to dismiss touching um, I think people think that it, you have to be touched or caressed or whatever, whatever the word in like the private areas yeah. for it to be considered inappropriate. Yeah. But caressing your neck is a very intimate no, that's thing. Very intimate. And that shouldn't disqualify him in any way because it wasn't like your breast or your butt or something like that. You know, yeah. like that's still you, that's your body that he's touching. Well, and, and the fact that has she's no reason away. to touch. Yeah. yeah. He's not your 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 like family member that would 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 genuinely like pull you aside and maybe 
touch your back and, and ask you a question, you know? But even I'm thinking about my uncles. They don't do that. I've, besides like a long, like, hug and then his arm around me maybe like rubbing my shoulder like hi how are you yeah like I've never had an a male fam family member and remember this fool is not family right this Um, is a stranger like caress anything like no which I know there's families like I feel like there's a reason that you went with that word yes it wasn't a tap it wasn't a long touch or just him holding his hand there he clearly was rubbing your neck yeah and that's a very, again, I, the only word I could think of is that's a very intimate thing. Yeah. Well, and like, it really bothers me that she was, it was happening so long that she's physically pulling away and he's obviously not getting the hint. Yeah. And just the mere fact that you're scared to even sit next to someone in a public setting mm-hmm. with your entire family around where you should feel safe. At your aunt's house speaks, where you should feel safe. That speaks volumes, like yeah. volumes. So babe, you gotta, you gotta speak up. And I know it's scary. And I know, um, I think it's okay going into it knowing, Hey, people might think I'm overreacting. People might get upset because they love this guy, but that, that doesn't matter at the end of the Mm -hmm. day. If, if that's your way to protect yourself, then it's worth it. Also, I don't know how you work, but this is how I work. Work. This is how I work. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah, I said that right. Um, if he's doing it to you, He's probably doing it to someone else. I agree. And I guarantee you, if you feel scared, this other person probably feels scared to say something too. Yeah. So I probably would feel a similar way where I wouldn't want to make a big deal out of nothing because that's how I am. And I'm not confrontational. I run away from stuff like this, but I guarantee you, you're not the only one. So someone needs to stand up and say something. So he starts getting reprimanded for his actions because if no one's going to stand up to him, he's going to keep doing it. Yeah. But also like when you, so, so one of, um, I talk about it on here like every once in a while, but my, my job is like working with kids who are showing red flags and my main part of my job is meeting with parents and like having that hard conversation. Right. Yeah. So a lot of times, like I'll go into a meeting and I'm telling the parent, Hey, you know, we've noticed, you know, your, your child is not making eye contact. Um, loud noises are affecting him and, and I'm showing like all these signs, right? Yeah. A lot of times I'm met with hostility because that's a hard conversation to have. So parents Uh are like, Oh my gosh, like, no, like my Mm -hmm. kid doesn't do that just because he's not listening. Like you're going to get at him. Like, no, I refuse to get him seen, whatever. So every time a meeting like that happens, the parent will leave and the director will look at me and be like, Oh, that was such a bad meeting. And I always tell them, I'm like, we just brought light to it. So now they're going to go home and this is fresh in their mind. And it never fails within a couple weeks. They come back in and are like, Oh my gosh, we notice it because well, now. now they're watching their kid through a completely different lens. Well, yeah, and you you've brought up a topic. Yeah. It's like the whole like, oh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Like, let's bring to light the thing that no one's talking about. Yeah. But even if no one's aware of it, I guarantee if you even just have a conversation with your sister, um, and just say, hey, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but like this guy's making me uncomfortable, and he always seems to like kind of like put his hand on me. Like, I don't know, whatever. Even if she's like, Oh, I never noticed. I guarantee you the next time he does it and she sees she's going to be like, contact Oh and my God. Be like, Whoa. Yeah. Yep. So that's the thing. When we stay silent, that's when our power is taken away. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that you have to go, you know, the next time he comes in the house, you scream at him and yell, which <laughs> do it if that's what you want to do. Do you, but just bringing light to it and having the conversation is what 
what starts to just have people pay more close attention. I will say though, I think that it's gotten to a level where you just need to separate and, and I think you need to talk to your, your parents about the it. The second he laid hands on you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's like, okay, I was feeling creepy. I get it. You're feeling creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that doesn't feel valid enough to say anything. The second he put you on his lap, the oh, second gosh. he touched your neck, that's that line was crossed. And that is enough reason to throw a tantrum, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm not kidding. I, I think your mom f- obviously felt it as well since she pulled you aside. Yeah. So, um, I would, I would tell her she yeah. clearly, she clearly picked up on the same thing. So that's who I would, I would talk to. Um, if it were my child <laughs> and some random yeah. guy who I don't care if it's a friend of a friend, if anyone put my girl or my boy on their lap, I don't, I don't even know what would come to like out of my mouth, but I for sure would have been like, excuse me, don't touch my kid. Yeah. Hello everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice change for the your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. Part of me is like, I just want to say, like, I'm so sorry you haven't felt defended and protected because yeah. that is the job of the adults of in the our adult, lives. Yeah. But the sad fact is, like, a lot of us are going to have to go through situations where we are our own champion, like mm-hmm. we're our own defender. And I think that this is going to be something that is going to make you stronger as a person. Yeah, because for sure. all of the I never had anything happen with my family around. Um but I did have things like my first job and like, you know, managers, I think I've talked about on here, like managers at restaurants that, that, that did thing that I'm like, why didn't you speak up or say anything? Because yeah. I was, I was afraid they were an adult. I didn't want to cause drama. I didn't want to lose my job, like things like that. So I think this is, it's good to just know, like in your life, there are going to be circumstances. Unfortunately, it's like the ugliness that we live in, in this world, but it's a good practice now to just start bringing to light things and just saying like, Hey, um, you know, I'm not comfortable. Like, please stop touching me that I I'm uncomfortable. Like, you know, and if you're not, if, which I understand and it would be hard for me too, but if you're not comfortable enough to say something to that person, that's where you need to speak up to people in your life that can help you. Yeah. And I, I think what's interesting is um, my sister struggles with a lot of anxiety. And the, the more that I learn about it, the more I realize it's because she 
the thought or the fear, whatever it is that's holding you back, um, is swirling around in yeah. your head. And the reason it's scary is because you haven't vocalized it. Yeah. The more she talks about it, whether it's to me, to Taryn, to my mom, to her friends, the less scary it is and yeah. the, the less of a hold it has on her. Yep. So this probably feels, I can't imagine how this feels for you right now. Well, she's like it probably crying, feels terrifying. Us. Yeah. Like, uh, that's where it just like, when I read some of these, it breaks my heart. Um, it's weird how connected we've both talked about this, <laughs> how connected we feel to you guys. Like uh -huh. I, I legit feel like you're my little sister and like, I am just fuming because I want to like go kick his butt. But yeah. like at the same time, like it's so hard for us to read it and not be there. Like, I wish I could just come over and hug you. Yeah. Um, but I think like just the fact that you're sitting there crying, not knowing what to do, like you have to listen to your, you have to listen to yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't, like Ash said, like you don't need proof. You don't need whatever, which you do have. Like those are weird circumstances. But if you are uncomfortable, you have to listen to it. You That's have to. All the proof you need. I mean, we're obsessed with like crime podcasts. And every time <laughs> it's always like someone, I felt uncomfortable, but didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think we just have to start listening to our gut. And if that means we offend people, well, I'd rather be safe than like Absolutely. worry about hurting everyone. Absolutely. Feelings. And then again, last thing I want to add is, is clearly like if this was happening to your sister or to a best friend of yours, um, any friend of yours, how would you feel? Like, what would you yeah. tell them? Mm -hmm. And every time I think that way, I'm always like, I always find the right answer for me. No, it's like so I true. always discover what sits right with me. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, um, if, if we've communicated anything, mm -hmm. you need to speak, you need to speak up. You mm -hmm. have every right to speak up. Mm -hmm. Like we said, and I think this is the thing that has to change in our minds. It doesn't, you don't need proof. You don't need a valid reason. You don't need evidence. If you're uncomfortable, you have a right to speak up and yeah. you should. Mm -hmm. And if the people you love aren't validating and protecting of you, then you need to draw your own boundaries because mm -hmm. you have to protect yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think you, you voicing that will also like hopefully like kick them into gear. Yeah. I agree. You know, maybe they're, they're ignoring it as well, or they aren't sure. And they're doubting it also. But the second you tell them that's going to confirm the feeling that's in them. Yeah. And then hopefully that'll kick them into protective mode. Like, okay, this is real and I need to do something. Yeah. No, you know? I totally agree. But girl, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. And thank you for writing in. And I hope that we were able to, um, to just help you feel, you know, heard and, and supported. And, um, like I said, I think there's so many people listening to this right now that have gone through that, or maybe are in the same situation. Um, and I think we all need to be paying attention for everyone yeah. else. Like eyes, we really eyes do. Open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, as you requested, <laughs> I will end us with a dad joke. Let's wrap it up on a happy note. Let's do it. Let's do it. Also, don't mind if you hear a dog in the background. I know our dogs are, I don't know out. what's going on, but yeah. the dogs are freaking out. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. How, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, why don't eggs tell jokes? Cause they'll crack up. Well, they'll crack each other up. Fine. They'll crack each other okay. up. Yes. No, wait. I can we just, just can take a moment that yeah, I got I don't that? like when you guess it. But okay. I, I did good. I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, I think, ah, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's that good might one. be one of my favorites. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening, for yes. being vulnerable with us and sharing your stories, for also, you know, making our days with your funny tearing it ups. It honestly... 
Um, I look forward to recording and reading your guys' stuff every single week. It means the absolute world to Taryn yeah. and I that you guys um, allow us to do this and are have become literally like a part of our family. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully one day we could do, you know, like a meet and greet I somewhere. Would love, I would love uh, that. Um, when the world, when the world up again. gets back on track, we would love to maybe like do something where we can meet you guys and just talk in person, um, hug you guys, like laugh mm-hmm. in person. It would just be great. Anyways, um, thank you so much for sharing. Yes. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Uh, and yeah, we love you all. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.